0: From the Wall Street Journal, here are five things you need to know in news. Trump leaves open possibility of military action against North Korea. President Trump, in an interview aired Sunday, said he will not be happy if Pyongyang conducts another missile test. Fed expected to keep rates steady. Federal Reserve officials are likely to keep interest rates steady at their policy meeting this week and drill down into details about when and how to reduce their large holdings of mortgage and treasury securities. White House aide revives pledge to curb private equity tax break. The Trump administration plans to try to limit certain tax benefits currently enjoyed by private equity firms and other financiers, a top White House aide said Sunday. Trump invites Philippine leader to the White House. President Trump invited Rodrigo Duterte of the Philippines to the White House during a telephone call after the maverick Filipino leader last year declared his separation from the U.S., Detroit automakers are upbeat as sales volumes stall. U.S. car sales may be slowing, but the profit engines of Detroit's big three automakers are still in high gear. From the Wall Street Journal, here are five things you need to know in tech. Apple's cash hoard set to top $250 billion. Apple likely will report Tuesday that its cash hoard has topped a quarter of a trillion dollars, an unrivaled milestone that could ratchet up pressure on the tech giant to make splashier acquisitions or dole out more money to shareholders. Yahoo CEO Marissa Meyer earned $27.4 million last year. Yahoo, Inc. chief executive Marissa Meyer's compensation totaled $27.4 million last year, a package mostly unaffected by a deal to sell Yahoo's core business to Verizon Communications, Inc., or two large security breaches that nearly scuttled the acquisition. Elon Musk's latest dream, underground roadways. The chief executive of Tesla, Inc. touted ambitious plans Friday, including an underground roadway accessed by elevators, more giant battery factories, and an electric semi-truck. Google CEO tops other Alphabet execs with $200 million pay. Google chief executive Sundar Pichai's pay package doubled to $200 million last year, making him the highest-paid executive at parent company Alphabet, Inc., according to a regulatory filing Friday. Hackers ran through holes in SWIFT's network. Payment transfer network left banks largely responsible for their own cyber defense, old passwords at Bangladesh's central bank. From the markets section of the Wall Street Journal, Europe investors bid adieu to political jitters and begin buying, by Riva Gold and Georgie Kontchev. Investors aren't waiting for the conclusion of the French election to put money back into Europe. They are already flocking back, betting that the region has finally unshackled itself from fears of political turmoil. Local stock markets just had their best week this year following the first round of the French presidential vote, and investors have poured money into the region's equity funds at the fastest pace since 2015. The euro climbed 1.6% against the dollar in its best week since July. All this comes as investors start to look beyond political risks and focus on the continent's strong economic recovery. People are beginning to let go of European political risks as a theme, said George Maris, portfolio manager at Janus Capital. The underlying economy and earnings picture are becoming more evident now in Europe, Mr. Maris said. Europe's buoyant equity markets are already reflecting much of that optimism, despite coming political events that had once concerned investors, chiefly the final round of voting in France's presidential elections and votes in Italy and Germany. Germany's benchmark DAX index reached a record in the week following the French vote, while the Euro Stock's 50 index of blue-chip eurozone stocks climbed 3.5% with advances in Europe led by the banking sector. In dollar terms, the Euro Stock's 50 index is up almost 12% this year, nearly double the S&P 500's gains. European equity funds recorded their strongest inflows since December 2015, with inflows of 2.4 billion dollars in the week to April 26th according to EPFR Global Data. Eurozone markets have rallied since the first round of French presidential elections on April 23rd, when pro-European centrist Emmanuel Macron won more votes than both Marine Le Pen, who pledged to take France out of the euro, and Jean-Luc Mélenchon, a far-left anti-globalist candidate. Mr. Macron is now seen as a heavy favorite in the second round on May 7th, when he will face Ms. Le Pen. A solid election victory for the Dutch political establishment in March has also soothed fears of a continent-wide lurch toward nationalism that had weighed on asset prices through this year. Instead of politics, investors are focusing on economics and earnings. Unlike previous years, analysts have continued to raise their projections for annual growth and earnings per share in the eurozone, according to JP Morgan. First quarter earnings in the stock's Europe 600 are expected to increase 5.5% from the first quarter of 2016 – according to Thomson Reuters' data. Investors point to good signals from the economy. Business confidence and gauges of activity in the Eurozone's manufacturing and services sectors rose to six-year highs in April, despite uncertainty ahead of the French vote. European growth is the best it's been since the global financial crisis, said Robert Waldner, chief strategist at Invesco Fixed Income. The combination of supportive financial conditions and a solid economy should boost equities and credit markets in the region. The ECB targets inflation close to 2%. The region has been battling low and at times negative inflation for much of the past three years. The euro jumped after Friday's inflation figures to settle at $1.8.97. The market is pricing out political risks and is pricing in a less cautious European central bank.